setting up the vibration. Hey. Hey, queen. You ready to smoke some green with Kareem? Hey, queen. I know what you mean. Did you know that the government is watching us? Mm, hey, queen. Shea butter everywhere. Hey, queen. Don't wear underwear. Hey, queen. You know what I learned? The devil made perms. Hey, queen. I hate Donald Trump. But I like the Black Panthers. Hey, queen. Hey, queen. Did you know that Black Wall Street was a massacre? Hey, queen. Your womb is a tomb of life and joy and the sun and the earth. Hey, hey, queen. <laughs> Welcome on in <laughs> to this episode of Black Girl Brunch. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed our Hey Queen um, <laughs> remix. Just because it's been, we've been seeing a bunch of like, you know, fake Shea Butter Queens. Yeah, fake deep. Pre preaching absolute filth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that was just us making fun of them, starting to show off Shady, <laughs> as we do. <laughs> So my name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And thank you so much for listening in to this week's show. We going we got so much to talk about. I'm excited. Like I feel like we have uh like just like a lot of topics like all over the place, which we haven't really had I feel like a show this kind of spread out in in a while. Yeah. It's like the same the same catastrophes keep happening over and over again. So it's so hard to invent new ways to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, and the but same people keep on saying stupid stuff. Yeah, we hate the same people and we love the same people every single week. But this week, I feel like, you know, a little bit different. Yeah. Some of the same, I don't want to set it up like we're going to talk about all new people because that's not the case. But it's just, <laughs> you know, different take on a, on a lot of stuff. So yeah. how was your weekend? Um, My weekend, well, actually, it's fun because, like, the— best day of my weekend was Sunday, which is funny because everybody's like, oh, Sunday, that means Monday. But I've worked um, all weekend and I had fun um, working, especially Sunday. Like one of my old co-workers came back mm -hmm. and it was just very fun. And I was like, you ever like be with some a group of people and you're like, I really want to hang out with these people outside of this. Like I, I had that feeling. I love friends like that. Like I don't have that feeling very often. For the most part, work friends are I'm happy with them being there. But <laughs> no, like it, every once in a while you meet somebody, you be like, oh my God, like you're actually a nice person. Not a yeah. nice coworker or but like, person. You just realize that y'all have some insiders. You're like, oh shit, like we got like and we share like some of the same humor. I like had a moment like that this weekend. I was like, oh, I wanna hang out with these people outside of work. I'm gonna try my best because sometimes I be falling asleep. <laughs> oh, all the time. And I started working my other job today, which I had a really good first day. Because going in, I was like, I'm tired as hell. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I didn't get to do a lesson plan. But actually, it was really smooth. The kids, I didn't have to raise my voice. Wow. It's beautiful. That sounds great. You sound like a parent who just, who kids, was just nice and was like off your ass. <laughs> I just had a good day. But honestly, it was the first day and, you know, only time will tell. But at least today was good because I needed a good day. Right. Especially like with all that you're doing with two jobs. Yeah. But, um, yeah, my weekend was cool. Um, 
I watched a lot, a lot of Grey's Anatomy, and like that show, man, that shit fuck with your emotions. <laughs> That's like, so funny that you watch Grey's Anatomy. I'm obsessed with Grey's Anatomy now. Like I'm obsessed with the storyline. Oh, also, I just wanted to give a shout out to the person who um produced and created that beat that we was like freestyling um to. His name is Brain Orchestra. So yeah, if you guys want to know what that beat was, that's what it was. But yeah, because I actually really do like that beat. It was really cool. But um, back to Grey's Anatomy is so cool. Like my mom caught me like two times with my face entirely wet, (laughs) and I don't like how she was like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm I'm minding my business. I'm not bothering nobody else crying in here." She really needs to mind her business. She always got something popping up. What are you? Are you? What are you crying about? I'm like, you have nothing to do with this. You don't know what just happened. This lady is like fighting cancer and she's pregnant. So. Oh my god, that's so Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. The thing is, shows like that have been ruined for me because like both my parents work in hospitals, oh. and I remember one time we was watching this show. It was it was a really dumb, over dramatic show called. Um, it was like the ER. Um, on Channel Ten, and it was like a drama mm-hmm. like that. And my dad was like, "Oh my gosh, the um, I guess I forgot the name of the doctor, but it's like the head doctor in the ER, mm-hmm. and he like had on like know or chief or something uh, like that. Yeah, yeah, he had a suit on. My dad was like, "That's not real." So I was like, "Okay, so everything is room for me." <laughs> so you know, but when I was younger, this is weird because I was like eight and like nine or whatever. I was obsessed with ER. Mm-hmm. I can see that. <laughs> And I cannot wait till Netflix put ER on there because when I say I'm shutting shit down, I'm shutting shit down. <laughs> oh, me too. Because I, I love ER. I love medical and crime shows. But like, I'm so for it. The medical show that I really love is House, and that's not really House a lot was of pretty drama, good, but, but like um, he's got such a nasty attitude. He has I really, a nasty attitude. I really cannot take it sometimes. Like my cousin Kiki loves House, <laughs> and she always tells me about it, but I can't. But like I love Grey's Anatomy because it's just like it's so much drama. But I will admit that sometimes like the dialogue is just so. So like Shonda Rhimes, where she it's like I, I I woke up today, and it's like you woke up today. It's like very white. <laughs> it's very Seattle, and like I know yeah. that it takes place in Seattle, but I'm like, come on, like really. So, but you know, I just accept the fact that it's from the early 2000s, and it's yeah. just a good show. So, and that shit's still going going on. It's, I'm know, like, damn. Do you know how almost beautiful, longer than The Simpsons? Do you know how beautiful it is to binge watch a show where each season has like 20 something episodes, and it's 13 seasons? But I already feel empty for when it's over. See, I, I already feel empty. My thing is, I get so much anxiety with, like, not finishing. Like, I'm obsessed with finishing stuff. Oh, I'll finish. And like, a I certain time. I will finish it. I don't know what it is with me, but, like, I finish, like, um, with the X-Files. I love the X-Files. I'm obsessed with the X-Files. And I feel like everybody knew that. Uh-huh. But I, like... I got to, it was a season where they took off my favorite character, who is a pivotal character, Fox Mulder. <laughs> so I stopped watching it. And, like, they have a new season with Fox Mulder on it. And I'm like, I don't want to watch it because I didn't watch the last season. But he not on the last season. I don't feel like watching it. Yeah, that's how I feel about Law & Order without Elliot. But you know what? It's not as bad as what I thought. It's not as bad. I told you it wasn't as bad. No, but it's still not the same. Like, yeah, this new not. Guy, this new guy, the hothead, he's not cool to me. And also, they got rid of the coroner. Um, yeah, the black she's, lady? Yeah, she's not Did they murder her in that show? She did die. That's now ain't gonna talk. But they did her dirty. Yeah, she did die. Well, moving on into our phase four. In honor of the month of October, all our phase four are gonna be super spooky, super scary themed. This week we're starting with our four favorite villains. So you first. 
Okay, my favorite villains. I feel like this is so typical me, but Freddy Krueger because I think he is really funny. Um, he's uh very mean, but I think he's really funny. Especially the eighties uh, Freddy. See, I don't like Freddy Krueger because I love sleep, and he fuck with you in your sleep. I think that's my true. sleep. I like. I know that's supposed. That's his whole thing where he's. That's the scary thing about yeah. him. You can't escape him. But that's a true nightmare for me is that I can't, <laughs> like, somebody disturbing my sleep. I yeah. go to sleep to get away from the bullshit. Exactly. When I'm scared. But my thing is, even if he was still fucking me, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm going to go to sleep still. No, I would die trying to stay up because I cannot <laughs> get scared like that. And you know me. I'm like a blubbering fool if I miss, like, a nap. That's very true. Please. My other favorite villain is um, Jigsaw. Um, I really like the um puppet that's uh ride the bike. That's Jigsaw, but the killer I forgot his name. The uh the killer's name, but he I actually because the first oh my gosh I'm not gonna ruin if nobody if you never I saw the first him. okay I'm not because I don't remember all I've it seen them a, all. I've seen every, even the 3D one. You seen? I don't remember them. It was a 3D one. The last my one. my mom used to make me watch them. I never uh, remember. But it's a twist that'll fucking. It's a twist in the first one that'll blow your fucking wig back. And I'm not, not going to say it because nobody ruined it for me. And I feel like oh everybody should have an opportunity to have their wig blown back. So just watch that and then watch the Saw series. I love Saw. Um, yeah, Jigsaw is one of my favorites. Um, number three. This is my fucking bitch. This is one of my favorite all-time scary movies and one of my favorite movies in general. Esther from No Orphan. Oh, I that's a good love one. That movie. Every time that movie come on, I don't care if it's on Sci Fi Channel or something. Same. I always TBS, watch it. I take yeah. commercials for yep, that shit. I always watch it. I love The Orphan, and it makes me gag every time I see it. <laughs> like every time I see that movie, I'm bald. Like well, she was like daddy. That shit, like Crazy oh my gosh, I love Esther from The Orphan because she really, she really played that shit like. And then when the mom was trying to kill like that, this is a good ass movie. Go yes. watch The Orphan. Um, also, my last for see, I was having such a hard time with this, um, but I decided to go. It was between Jennifer from Jenner's Jennifer's Body, and the only reason why I picked her is because she's like a bicon, like a bi icon. And <laughs> but um, Amy from Gone Girl, that's who I went with. Amy from Gone Girl. She was fucking ruthless, okay? Like, she was so ruthless. Like, that's another movie, Gone Girl. Like, that movie, mind you, that movie is two fucking hours long. Yeah, that movie's amazing. It's so long, but I will watch it every time it comes on because she gave him hell. And he deserved it. Yep, and like you were saying, it was nothing wrong. Like, it's different. Like, Jennifer, Jennifer's body, she was like a demon or something like that. But Amy was a regular-ass person. (laughs) She just so, got real she, crazy yeah, about her man. And, she and hello. Just flipped. And who who cannot get that? Like, exactly. Totally that's relatable. That. That's relatable. But she, oh my gosh, that movie was fucking everything. Like, if you have not seen Gone Girl, like, again, that is a movie. I'm, I should make a list. Movies that make your wig blow back. Definitely <laughs> saw the first one and Gone Girl. Those are fucking movies that'll blow that shit clean off. Yeah, that's my, my edges list. Edges too. Yep, edges too. Okay, well. 
That was a good list. They were really, Thank really you. good. Um, my first is Hannibal Lecter. Okay. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> because Hannibal Lecter is smart and he fucks with people and he's creepy. Yes. And he knows. Like I like a character that uh, a scary character that knows shit and you don't know how. He should have no way of knowing it. And you really have to wonder: Is there like something supernatural about this person, yeah. or is he just fucking with me? But you know how when people be like, just ignore this person, like they want you to pay Hannibal Lecter, like. He gets to you to the point when you can't ignore him. Yeah. Like he's you, annoying. Yeah, he an- annoys you and he like fucks with you, like get in your mind that you like, wait, how do you know that? Why are you exactly. analyzing? And he killed me? people while he's while his hands was wrapped up and stuff. He's just scary. He is scary. He's as really, good. really, really scary. Okay. Also, Maleficent. Oh yeah, that's a good one. All right, yes. because Maleficent is technically not really a villain. Because, you know, we know from the movie that she actually did a really, really good deed and she loved the baby. But her uh, her initial evilness was brought on by a fuck nigga. Yeah. And I just, relatable. And also she gives me like cheekbone ghouls. So, you know, there's that. My third uh, favorite villain is Angelica Pickles because <laughs> Angelica Pickles just wasn't here for the shit. Like she just did not have time for these babies. She didn't she ask did. to be around them. She was forced to be around them. And she knew she got with everybody, with an exception of Susie Pickles, because she knew Sus, um, Susie Pickles. Susie, what's her name? Carmichael? Carmichael yeah, Susie yeah, Carmichael. Susie Carmichael was just not having it. She gathered Angelica. But I really liked Angelica because she was just a good victim. And when it, she, the babies <laughs> needed her in the Rugrats movie, she came through for them. She did come So through. she's a great villain. And she loved Cynthia no matter how bald she was. So. <laughs> and then my good. last is Carrie. Because I don't know if you guys can tell, but I love revenge. Like, Carrie was just up against so much. Yes. She was getting bullied. Her mom was crazy. And the only thing that looked up for her is that prom night. And then they had a nerve to fuck with prom night. And she, they all laughed at her. And she she just turned the whole prom out and killed them all. And yeah, she really did. I, I just, I like, I, I hate the idea of, like, you know, an awkward girl snapping. But sometimes you got to snap, and I don't mean kill everyone, but, you know, sometimes you just got to snap. Yeah, she pulled out that uh, supernatural shit, like... Yeah, some stairs was getting everybody. <laughs> I did not see the new Carrie, and I don't plan on ever yeah, watching it. I, I didn't need the lame. new Carrie. Because, first of all, that girl, the thing is... She's not even a name? redhead. Her name was Cicely... No. Um, Susie... Something. Something. If you go with an S. The lady who played Carrie. The thing about her was... I thought her name was like Chloe something. No, I'm talking about the original Carrie. Oh, the original Carrie. Okay. So she... The thing about her is that she was funny looking, but she was... Frightening. Like, pretty a little bit. Oh, I said frightening. Yeah, she was frightening. (laughs) No, she was. Because I remember I had watched it. We had watched Carrie um, when I was in college in, like, this big room. And it was, like, it's basically like a theater. Right. So, and I've never seen Carrie like that. I've seen it on my TV. And we've seen it in the theater on this big screen. And I was sitting, like, in the middle row. But I was, like, close because it was, like, a small, intimate room. And I remember getting, like, chills, like, Looking at her, I was actually scared. Yeah, cause like with that music and then like that stare she did. Yeah, that was like her name is Sissy Spacek. That's a scary name. That is a scary name. But the thing about her is like she was somebody that was like funny looking and like she was she looked awkward. So that also made her scary. And the girl in the new Carrie, she's like whatever. She's just conventionally pretty. Yeah, she wasn't a natural redhead. They could have done so. 
I, I yeah, just, she was pretty. Hollywood is so lazy. They always try to pick popular girls to remake things or popular people in general. So. Yeah, I'm not having that shit in none of my movies. All you bitches are going to be new. <laughs> so this week, we wanted to introduce a new segment. It's called Toast for a Sister. And it's just where we highlight a black girl that's doing something decent. Yeah. Because we talk about a lot of bullshit and shadiness. So it's always important to like include some you know, positivity. And this week, our first sister that we're toasting to is going to be a rapper named Cupcake. I need even know I knew this girl, but apparently I do. Yes, I love Cupcake so much. Like, I don't listen to her music as much as I should, but I will definitely um, listen to it once I, um, you know, <laughs> be able to pay my Apple Music bill. But she is just so sweet to her fans. Like, her fan, one of her fans didn't have a way to get to work, and she, like, you know, was like, send me your information. Like, you know, I'll push through for you. And she's done that before. Like, there's fans who's got kicked out of their house, and she helped them and things like that. And it's just so decent and I feel like she don't get like I she is funny and she also like rants about sexual stuff but like I feel like she should get definitely way more recognition because like if she was a man there would be so much like or she was skinny yeah or she was skinny and light skin like people would be like all over her whatever but she has like a huge um you know like LGBTQ following because she had a song called I'm rolling with the LGBT and um like is just loved in the community. And I just feel like she should definitely, like, hopefully 2018 will definitely be, be her, her year. year. Yep. So all y'all go support her, follow her on Instagram, Twitter. And she just seems like, you know, she got her head on the right way. So yeah. we're going to toast to her. And then we're going to toast some tea. Moving on into tea time. Uh, we're going to start this segment off talking about Mary Mary. Which is funny, right? Just on its own. Nothing else <laughs> needs to be said. Yes, because I had to, I remember I had to praise dance to their song. So I'm just finding out that both the sisters' name wasn't Mary and Mary. Okay? <laughs> so that that's um that's news. Yes, yeah, from Bible. I said from Bible. <laughs> Sound like the whole <laughs> So one of the sisters um, decided to say that she voted for, um, her name was Tina, Tina Campbell. It's Tina Campbell and it's Erica and Mary Mary. So Tina Campbell, who's, you know, these are gospel singers. Mm. She said that she didn't like neither one of the candidates for the uh, 2016 election. Hello, that was all of us. But she decided to vote for Trump because of his Christianity. So this black woman said that she decided to vote for this fucking monster um, because of his Christianity. So, you know, that's shade in itself because, wow, it's wrong. But then uh, her sister decided to uh, say, you know, the source who posted this, which was Baller Alert, um, Baller Alert, you were wrong. Y'all just spewing lies, this, that, and the other, blah, 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 blah. And then our girl, Angela Rye, if you don't know <laughs> Angela Rye, please know her immediately. Like, she is just that educated ratchet cousin that will read you the filth and educate you at the same time. She was like, but here's the quote. So either the <laughs> the news article misquoted your sister or you're lying. Which one is it? Turns out she was lying. Your sister, number one, she voted for Trump. Whether she voted for him because he was a Christian or not is just stupid. But she also said that. It is it is stupid. Like, because I don't even get, like, when has this man ever talked about Christianity? And like you said last night, um, like, he hasn't even said no, really, to abortion. Yeah, he hasn't took a stand on Christianity. And like Michelle Obama um recently said, women who vote to elect Trump 
went against their own voice. And I'll take it a step further and say that with black women or black people who voted um, for Trump voted against their own voice. So this bitch is double mute because she black and a woman. So I'm just like, like, what's up with the, you know, the Christianity can override common sense. Like, just it's look so- at his values. What do you mean? Because he said he was Christian. Do he? Does he have Christian values? And the way he was, I was, um, I don't know if you saw it, the video, of him, like, literally just throwing stuff at people in Puerto Rico, like, just throwing it. Like, care packages or whatever. He just was, like, throwing. Like, here, like, shit, whatever. fuck. Yeah. I finally came. Y'all happy now? So it's it, crazy. And it was more celebrities doing shit. Like, it was celebrities, like, literally saying, I'm donating a million dollars to this. Like, fuck. Like, they really need to get out of, like, this hole. Yeah. And I'm like, damn. Like, because I know celebrities do donate stuff, but I'm like, that fucking much? Like, was they wow. Re- yeah. Because they didn't have, like, anything from the government helping them. But I just feel like, you know, that was... He has shown himself to not be a Christian so many times prior mm-hmm. to the election, but now yes. grabber like, by the pussy like went. What Bible verse is that? <laughs> like, is that a King James Bible that I didn't know? Like, yeah, really, like you know, it's just ridiculous how some people like can, they can lose their common sense. Just say that you don't. I think that, you know... She did, probably didn't think a woman should be a power. Woman. She think a woman should be subordinate because that's what the Bible teaches. That's what she right. really should have said. Exactly. I'm like, all I know Mary Mary for <laughs> is having big butts and getting cheated on. So yeah. I'm like, if the shackles are still on, clearly. Because <laughs> both, both of y'all are just delusional. You're nuts. You should have never said it out loud. You are in the same club as Christette Michelle. Mm-hmm. I haven't had an epiphany or listened to any of her songs mm-hmm. since that. So I'm just like... Wow, y'all really going to come out to the light. TLC is almost in that club, too. Because yeah. remember when T-Boz or Chili, one of them, or both of them, was like, God is my president. Yeah. Oh, really? Is God trying to take DACA away, or is it Donald Trump? Exactly. It's like, like you like, fool. How about let God, you know. Open your fucking eyes. Let God pay for that crummy-ass GoFundMe <laughs> album that y'all been trying to kick off for the longest. Let God do that, too. I'm like, they got a GoFundMe for the album? They had a GoFundMe for the album, and they created it. And I heard it was trash, but like I said, I'm not listening to it. Because they didn't want to go through the labels, I guess, because Pebble shook them so much <laughs> from 20 years ago. But still, like, they had to go through a GoFundMe. Like, that's for poor people. GoFundMe that's is for, for funerals. Yeah. Yeah. Or, go, yeah. Go Go find me stuff is like for, that. you know, I'm trying to start my dream and I have no or money. Or like for med- medical stuff. Exactly. Go find me for your album. Like y'all can't fund, y'all can't independently fund your own album. That's sad. That's sad. But Trump, but, but God's your president. So good luck with that. And all the rest of these little <laughs> stupid celebrities that just be making terrible decisions. Dumb. Just saying terrible, embarrassing things. And it's like, you know everything you say is going to get magnified. Like, I watch what I say, and all I have is a podcast that I hope will grow one day. But no one knows who I am. I could say the shittiest things I want, but I'm responsible because exactly. I don't want anyone to bring it back up to me shit. if I don't really mean it. Right? Or if I can't back it up. Because it's shit that I would love to say about the customers at my job. <laughs> um, come on. But I can't. Come on, please. Because I love my job. Right. So next we got Lupita Nyong'o. Um, apparently, she's supposed <laughs> to be in the reboot of Charlie's Angel, which I love the hell out of Charlie's Angels. I will not lie. Like, I, Lucy Liu, Drew Barrymore, and um, what's it, Cameron Diaz. Yeah. I got my life from that original movie. 
But yeah, I, I want to know if it's going to be all three plus Lupita or just different people. Yeah, I know because like I love Lupita Nyong'o like for like GP like I feel like general purposes like she's somebody you have to love because white people got bitches like that they they love they don't do nothing anyway like <laughs> Anne Hathaway like you know Anne like Hathaway is a good actress she though. is a good actress she's and she a does damn good for, for charity and she's maybe like, a different white bitch yeah I'm trying to think um white bitch shit they got a lot uh. Gwyneth uh, Paltrow, is she that good of an actress? She's okay. Like, she's okay. But it's, like, plenty that they could do without. I feel like they got, like, 30 actresses named Kate that don't do much. Yeah, it's except like for Kate, Kate Winslet. Don't don't talk about her. I love I don't Kate know. Winslet. Okay, it's Kate Winslet. Which one is that? The one with two different eyes? Kate Winslet is the one that was in Titanic. Okay, yeah. All right, her. I respect her. Then there's another Kate with two different eye colors. I that dated Alexander Skarsgård. And she was in, um, shit, I'm looking it up now. I was about to say, you sound like you on the money. <laughs> I'm like, huh? Who? Exactly, though. But, like, she is known throughout their community. But, but yeah, it's always that one person that, like, because, like, Lupita Nyong'o is a great actress. And, like, she's just, I just think she's boring. Like, she's boring. I think that but it was Kate Bosworth. Ca- Kate. I said caught. Kate. <laughs> 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 Yes, Kate Bosworth oh, is an unnecessary. She actress. was an under, um, under. What the fuck is it called? Right, you can't even remember. Under it's something when she it was based on a video. You know what I'm talking about Underworld. Was it Underworld? No, that's another Kate. That's like Kate. Shut up. No, I swear to God, that's a different Kate because she got Kate Beckinsale. That's Kate Beckinsale. Yo, what Kate. The fuck? I told you, it's a bunch of Kate. White Kate actresses that are not necessary. So that's What's why. What's wrong with y'all? Let me tell you something. If you black and you got a dream and you think it's already another black girl in that space, just look at white people and be <laughs> like, you know what? They got like, they didn't need Reese Witherspoon and Brittany Murphy. They could have played the exact same roles. <laughs> but Brittany Murphy's dead now, so we don't I need Reese. I know. I'm sorry. Um, we need her now. But like back in the <laughs> '90s, I always got them confused because I felt like they, I felt like their characters overlap so much. That's crazy. White people, y'all really are redundant. Y'all something else. Y'all something y'all else. Y'all are something the fuck For else. Real. I tell you that much. But yeah, so Lupita Nyong'o, she just like even when she tries to be fun, like when she was being that Power Ranger, Comic-Con, oh yeah, Comic Con. Yeah. I was like, but that's like, like big cousin fun. Like, I don't yeah, know. that is. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, she, I feel like she should have did something more crazy. Like, she could like did a headstand, or like, I don't know. Did you see her in a lip sync battle when she did Salt and Pepper? That was actually what? shocking. Oh my god, I got. She was like, her body was on point. She had a wig on. She had a bob wig. Oh, that probably was. She was spinning me. around on strippers. Like, so I think she is waiting to unleash her fun side. Also, she was the voice of a character, like a wolf in the Jungle Book, which was pretty fun. Yeah. So I, I hope that she is a lot. Like maybe she has my complex where she just get casted for these roles because everyone thinks she's like super sweet and innocent. And this could be her opportunity to show that she isn't. Yeah. So let's hope that that's the case. I love Lupita. Honestly, even if she just come on screen and stare, get that coin. Get that motion picture coin. <laughs> that's exactly because if these white bitches can do it, so can you. Exactly. Why not? All right. So um, recently, Kendall Jenner cried. Um, she <laughs> cried about um, the Pepsi, the, the Pepsi backlash. And you know what's crazy? 
I feel bad for her. Not because, like, because one, Kendall is the best one. I do. I did. But I did. Unf- well, I unfollow her because, like, if you follow her, then you, you will see the other ones. Yeah. So, even, like, I, because Kendall, she was the last one that I did, like, because she mind her damn business. I, I still like Kendall yeah, Jenner. I don't with hate an her. exception. I don't hate but her. she's just do dumb shit, like the Pepsi yeah. commercial. And even after that, those Tupac and Biggie shirts, like, yeah. I don't know who the hell they thought they were for that. But looking at that video and looking at her crying, it just pointed out to me that she actually doesn't know. She doesn't. She's that. Know. She really is that stupid. Like she, That's she's crazy. like everyone around me was telling me it was a good idea, and like I just don't want to hurt people. And I'm like, but use your common sense, then. Exactly. Like that shit was so. <laughs> like it's crazy to me. Like I feel like, like okay, here's a misconception and shit that we need to stop. I hate people. <laughs> Set the record straight. Set the fucking record straight. I hate when people say about celebrities, oh, they're so busy, they're this and the third. Okay, they're, that's true, but the fuck, it's regular people. I'm fucking busy. Like, I don't have an assistant. Exactly. Or like, I, I had, have to worry about money. The one day I had off yesterday, I still had to do stuff. I still had to do shit. I had no time to myself. I had to, I was working on my day off. So, and I'm a regular ass person. A regular right. ass bitch. You don't and get no help. You don't exactly, get no chef. No, you don't get no personal exactly, trainers. But nothing. I still have time to educate myself. I still have time to check on my friends. You know, check up on you know the black girl on Twitter. Check up on my own Twitter, my social media. And check use my your email and use my common sense. So my thing is, what a lot of celebrities and shit need to do is like educate themselves because like you know Solange did it right. she edu- I mean not saying that she was like totally ignorant or whatever but, but it probably was some shit that she was ignorant to and now that she's like you know right she's hip to you know Beyonce and Jay-Z like they're educated and stuff like that but they're also maybe I shouldn't use them as an example because they're also black people and they're aware of their blackness it's like what the fuck is his name it's two, again, white people. It's two different Chris. <laughs> it's two Chris's. Chris I think, Hemsworth? No, it was Chris, uh, Captain America, Chris Evans. Okay. He, I didn't know that he was with it. I looked Shit, at, he, he is Captain America? Is he, it? He's fucking with it. Wow. Uh, he said something on Twitter that I'm like, oh shit, I did not know the fuck he was with it. Is it Chris Pratt too? No, Chris Pratt is the one that's not with it. I think he the is. Guardian of the Galaxy guy? Yeah, I think he's one of Don't the Blue Lives Matters that. people. Don't you tell me that. He loves his old couples. Don't you tell me that. I love that man. Uh, That's one white man that I appreciate and I just can't. Yeah, he, yeah, I think he's, um, you know, all, right, his all lives matter. Oh, no, but yeah, it's, it's white celebrities uh. and stuff <laughs> that educate themselves oh. and it's just like, the thing is, I do like Kendall Jenner, um, but the thing is, I feel like she's very white, stuck in whiteness, white privilege and stuff like that. And so, like, stuck, so self-centered. And it's not... It's Yeah, it's not the self-centered by definition where it's like, hi, look at me, the world is mine. I'm selfish, yeah. It's very passive. It's yeah, very, it's very passive. It's yep, very yep. passive. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, at the end of the day, they won't make, she won't make this mistake again, but she'll make mm-hmm. another mistake that she could have avoided if she learned, if she really, really learned something constructive from the first exactly. one. That's the Kardashians for you. They'll learn one, like, Okay, it wasn't enough they're for... they're vapid and self-centered, and it's like... It wasn't enough for, like, okay. uh, Kylie to get read to filth for the commercial, but then a few months later to have to get read to filth for the Tupac shirt, only for a few months later for Kim to get read to filth for the Jeffrey, um, 
for, yeah, and his get over his comments comment. So it's like they don't learn. They're not constructive. They don't strand because thoughts a lot of together. They're, they're vapid and like self center. And it's like you can give. You can be somebody that I, okay. Who, okay, they donated to charity. So the fuck what? Like, you could still be vapid and self-centered and, you know, donate to charity and stuff. That's it's PR. P- yeah, that's that's PR. And it's also, it's just something, it's one of those things that is, it's, it's common knowledge to do good. Like, you know, it's mm-hmm. not common knowledge that, you know, why the Pepsi commercial with Kendall was, like, so controversial because that was based on a picture of a black woman actually doing that, but it wasn't a soda. She was, like, trying to, like, she had her hand out, you right. know, and she could have been killed. And it's like, you know, given to charity, that's, like, some, that's like is is that something we're born knowing? Like, you know, yeah. that we, we obviously, we know that. So that's common knowledge, you know? That's a good thing, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I felt bad that she was crying, but I'm also like, you know what, girl, come on, just do better. Ain't nobody, nobody think about it anymore. And she she definitely got some fillers going on. Like, lips are plump, <laughs> plump a lump, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so next we got some, um, we got some makeup drama going on. I love so, makeup drama. It's my favorite. Oh, my God. It's so much drama and cadence in the makeup world. So Makeup Forever, which is, like, a really, really cool, super pigmented, high-quality brand, um, they threw some shade, uh, kind of, some very slight shade, and we all took it as if it was shade to Fenty Beauty. So they posted a picture of, like, all these different shades of foundation, and they said 40 shades is nothing new to us. Since 2015, the Ultra HD Foundation released 40 shades for everyone's unique skin tone, understanding the difference between red and yellow undertones. Pretty much saying, bitch, we've been doing this. Like, Rihanna is late to the party. Yeah. So then Rihanna comments under it and goes, LOL, still ashy. <laughs> and then she writes another comment that says, shook. <laughs> and here's the thing. Makeup Forever is really good, and they have been doing their 40 shades. But but they're also not cruelty-free. And also since 2015. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch has been different complexions well before 2015. Yeah. So it's like... I, I felt like they said twenty fifth they said twenty fifteen like it was eighteen seventy eight. Like I've been on it. I know you gotta start somewhere. But two thousand fifteen, that was like two days. Twenty fifteen is when we all started really calling the makeup industry out. Yeah. So thank you for doing it once the makeup industry was called out. Thank but Rihanna did it when she launched her And she launched her makeup brand as cruelty and, and vegan. So Exactly. So off, there's straight that. off the bat. Yeah, there's that too. Like I, I make like makeup forever is good. They have for a long time been using really, really, really dark models. And before uh, Fenty Beauty, that's who I thought about for like those really, really like dark shades, like them and Mac. Um, I thought about uh, mm-hmm. and like I don't know Mac. I feel like their shades go really, really dark. They do, they do. But I wish their politics was in order. But they do. Yeah. Mac was somebody that for a long time, even uh, definitely before two thousand, yeah. since well, forever, they have had dark shades. Mac was a place when I went in, when I was a kid and I went in with my mom and I saw like. Dang, they really got something for everybody. Like, yeah. you gotta will come into Mac and you know find something. Because when I first you will break out, <laughs> but you at least will have your shade. And when I first started wearing like makeup a lot, like when I was in college, I used to go to um the it used to be a Mac. Is it? I don't know if it's still there. Is uh the um like behind the Flatiron Building? I used to go there and like they always like had my shade. Sometimes people would match me a shade darker. Like that's how yeah. you know. So it's like makeup forever. Like 
That was just y'all want a cookie. Yeah, y'all, y'all want a cookie, and you ended up getting dragged by exactly. Rihanna herself. So great, congratulations! You got great attention from all that shade. Y'all played yourself. I don't know what intern y'all got to convince y'all to partake in some shade, but I hope you and them are both eating it right now. <laughs> oh, they are. Okay, so next we're moving on to Mariah Carey. Um, so recently Mariah Carey's commentary <laughs> was asked about the you know Las Vegas tragedy, and that was very unfortunate. We're going to get to that later, but. What everyone noticed about this video was, one, she was in a gown, <laughs> sprawled out on the Chase Lounge, usual. Me and Mariah had the same condition. We cannot sit up straight. I cannot. They, they have a name for that? It's called lazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just lazy. I don't know why. I can't sit up straight. You don't straight. want to. That's why. Just That's say you don't want to. Say. I don't know. Like, even right now. I'm I'm going to say now, right now, I definitely <laughs> would prefer to be on my side. But, like, I'm even laying, like, down right now. Like, but you don't. Basically. It's not a. You don't have, <laughs> you're doing it because you want to. No, it feels more comfortable. Yeah, it does feel more comfortable, but that doesn't mean you have to do it just because it feels more comfortable. Anyway, we have the same condition. Right. So, they're both uh, Aries, both dramatic. <laughs> and But one thing I can appreciate is that in the background, you see Mariah Carey. Christmas tree up. <laughs> it is October. <coughs> it is October. And you know why I love that? Because she probably knows that she's going to be busy and she won't have time to do it. So she's like, listen, I'm not going to sacrifice. I'll sacrifice <laughs> sleep. I'll sacrifice eating. I'll sacrifice alcohol, but I will not sacrifice Christmas. I feel like she never took the Christmas tree down. Or that. I feel like it's Christmas in her mind at all time, and that I can fucking respect. Because I I tell you about how I feel about Christmas. Like, remember last year, I was decorating my tree the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And you were were there with me. (laughs) Like, we were stressed out, and I was just like, you know what? I think I know what will make us feel better. And, like, I pulled ornaments off. Oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah, gosh. That was so fun. Exactly. So I'm like, exactly. It was fun. But no, I, I love that Mariah Carey is obsessed with Christmas. Like I wish we could just have a segment on like the, sh- the shit that Mariah Carey does. Like every week is something else over the top. Like, and she's she, not doing anything. She's just being herself. She is. And I love it. I really do love she's it. She's just being herself. I love I her. I get it. I love her so much. So, all right. Um... We mentioned that Mariah Carey was, you know, talking to the news about the Las Vegas shooting. And you know what? We're going to actually move into our sunken place segment where we talk a little bit more about that. You know, obviously, it was just a terrible, terrible tragedy. Anytime, you know, that anytime anyone dies, especially that many people at the hands of somebody who was just doing something terrible, it's just unfortunate. And a place where you let your guard down. Like, that's why I was, like, speaking that, like, I was so upset about um, when at the shooting in Aurora, who probably forgot about it because with the movie theater, because so I was so excited about seeing um, the last Dark Knight movie. I was so excited about it. I like such a nerd. I had a Batman cape. I was about to order a mask online, like a Batman mask, and that shooting happened. Until this day, I've never, I've never seen a movie. Um, because it's just like, it just it's kind of triggering, and it's like also, um, you can't like dress up to go to the movies anymore yeah. because of that, and it's like really scary because like that is a movie theater. That's somewhere that like 
you let your guard down. Yeah, the, take some uh, people take their shoes off. Well, me because I'm a comfy ass bitch. Yeah. I take my shoes off. Like you know, you, you just curl like up. yeah, you curl Remember up. Remember us watching The Revenant, man? Yes, we was oh my the god. Movie theater with the we was curl back. up. Man. Yes, we really was. We curled gotta go up. back to that movie theater. I love that movie theater. It's but good. um, but it's somewhere that you just let your guard down. It's dark and like the thing is um. Because, like, I had seen one of the other Dark Knight movies in the movie theater, and I remember it was, like, before the movie came on, it was, like, ha, ha, it was saying, like, ha, 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 like, how the Joker does. Like, it was, like, um, playing from, like, the speakers. And these people probably thought that, like, oh, this is something, part of the movie, mm-hmm. like, and the guy was dressed like Bane and stuff like that. And, you know, a lot of people it's lost it. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. It's an absolute that nightmare. That is just so upsetting. And then, a con- and me, I am somebody that I... Have been to so many concerts, I can't even keep track. Mm-hmm. Like I am such a heavy like concert enthusiast, and these people were at a concert and like having fun and you know thinking about oh the pictures I'm going to post for tonight and this you know this and it's just like you you go there and you think about the memories that you're going to make. Exactly. You don't think about not coming home, and we all you know whether it's the movie theater, the mall, or just school or public places, you're going to have to be around people, strangers, and just trust that they won't do something stupid. Yeah. And when things like this happen, it's a direct threat. And it's a it's shame. It's a direct threat on your, just, just your, you know, it, it creeps, it makes stuff like this a reality more mm. to you. There's nothing and, you could do to combat it. And a new normal. Like, for instance, like, um, I had worked at Macy's during the holiday, like, a few, like, let, no, not last Christmas, like a few Christmases ago. I worked during a holiday, and a part of my training was active shooting training. I had to watch a like 12 minute video on how to protect myself from an active shooter. I've been working since I was 16, and I have never had to watch something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, now I guess it's so out of control. With, like, you know, public shootings and things like that. Well, mass shootings. Yeah. Sorry. That um, that they figure, you know, we you should... need to work it uh, in. Yeah, to, to the, our employees. Yeah. And then even at my, you know, one of my jobs that I work now, I had to watch another active shooter, active shooter video. And, like, to kind of, you know, lighten the mood, we had to, like, you know, say little things. And not necessarily, like, make jokes, just, like, try to ease people, you know, nerves and saying, well, you know, we have police on board and, like, you know, blah, 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 and yeah, things like just that. It's just a shame. Comfortable. Yeah, that it's a new normal. Did you have to watch a video like that? I don't have to watch a video, but I, we have an article on deck for when uh, something like this happens because I work like in healthcare and social media and when something like this happens it's hard to just go back to being like remember to brush your teeth because everybody's sad so we have articles that are like ways to cope because it happens so often and everybody knows how like much of a shitty mood you just get put in like I can remember like when a post nightclub shooting happened just being at work and just being like sick on my stomach and it happened so so like so that's another thing that's another thing like a night like it is so like that's so scary like i remember one of the victims they were like they weren't gonna go they Mm. they, the reason why they went there is because they it was another club they didn't want like straight guys to hit on them so they're like we go to a gay club and we know it's guaranteed fun and we're gonna feel safe Mm -hmm. and that's just and it's a shame because like i feel you know that way 
Um, because I go to gay clubs all the time. Same. I went there for yeah. my 21st birthday because yeah. I wanted to have uh, fun. I was like, I want to go to this place because I know that if there's no other place where I'm going to be hyped up, where I'm going to swing my hair, where I can dance on a pole without being sexualized, where I could just have a good-ass time and just feel safe because even if someone did hit on me here, I feel like at least I'm with people who would like take up for me. You know what I mean? I, I felt safe there. And I, I know that for a lot of... um. A lot of people like that. That's what these gay bars are. Even if it's for inclusion or if it's just for like safety, yeah, that's what it is. So you know, that it's just a very, very unfortunate thing that happened. You know, these people could be anybody because they're always required apparently, and that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, not so much this incident. We hate to compare, you know, tragedies because they all fucking suck, and a lot of people lost their lives as a result. But it is so worth examining the rhetoric used when dis- discussing these people as it relates to their race. Like, how is it that this killer, his name is Stephen, whatever, hit you know. He's described as a lone wolf, mentally ill, a loner. They talk about the fact that he had two planes. He was a lover of country music. He was a game uh, gambler. Some people may have said he was unstable. And, you know, he gets those adjectives. That's what he gets. But the Boston bomber, you know, right off the bat, he was a terrorist, which he was. Omar he was. Mateen, the person who was responsible for the Pulse nightclub shooting, right off the bat, you know, he gets called a, a terrorist. Even, in, even though his past exemplified that he was troubled and lonely and he was just a problem his whole life, but nobody gives him the mentally ill argument. And the truth is all these motherfuckers is mentally ill. All of them are terrorists too. Because yeah. at some point these two intersect. They're, and some they're, of them, they're like, all that. Also like from watching ID channel, shout out to ID. Um, I love the, the fact that sometimes when like, when people do stuff, cause like, when people do something and they are aware of what they done and they're like, you know, this is what I did. And like sometimes like, you know, feel sympathy for it. They're like, okay, this person isn't mentally ill. This is just somebody that's just, you know, just a like a adrenaline junkie. Yeah, just a, just a, you know, off like individual. Like they're just I, I don't understand what the difference between being off and mentally ill and a terrorist. I feel like they're all together, but I think that people automatically assume that terrorist and Muslim are like synonymous terms. Like if you are a tan person and if you are a Muslim you and you are mentally ill and you cr- commit these crimes, you are automatically a terrorist. True, I agree. But... No one is calling this white man a terrorist. Nobody so will crazy. fucking say it. And just President like Trump, and just like he uh, wouldn't say Sandy, it. Sandy Hook, um, that guy was a terrorist as well. Yeah, all these people are terrorists. Like it's just, it's not. It feeds the the irrational fear of Muslims. Mm-hmm. I, what's it called? Xenophobia. It feeds xenophobia. Xenophobia. It really feeds. The, the hatred and the negativity and the fear towards Muslims mm-hmm. because we think that every time they do something wrong, they're terrorists. But when white people do the same thing, it's just, okay, There's a reason it's an isolated it. incident. No, it's, it's not. not. Because Y'all it's, niggas stay killed. Because if that was the case, it would be a little bit more spread out. And the, don't never forget, they started... They popularized school shootings, Columbine. Like they started that wave, that culture. Yes, absolutely. That that's something in that that's in white culture. That's something that they started. 
school shootings. And we, uh, it's this picture of like Peter Griffin and it's like a shade chart next to him. And it's like the two light shades, it says mentally ill. And the two dark shades, it says terrorist. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and that, I, I mean, that is just 100% the truth. Like nobody, you know, I thought we were past this argument. Like, why is the news not calling this man a terrorist? Like, other the other ones, their Wikipedia literally says terrorist. But this guy, you know, they want to go, they want to do an in-depth profile, what he was like. And like people say he was shitty to his girlfriend. He was a gambler. He made a lot of money. He loved the Vegas lifestyle. Like, do not humanize this man who has killed over 50 people and that have put so many other crazy. people in the hospital who are still in critical condition. Like that is just and outstanding. The yeah, the death toll is still going up. Like, yeah, because it was know. 50 yesterday, it's 59 today, and all these people are in critical critical um condition c- condition and just think about what it's going to be like the next time they hear their favorite country song they're exactly. going to think about this stupid nigga like that's what i'm saying so call him what he is he is, that is a so, terrorist that's so fucking mind-boggling to me that no matter what white people do they will always be innocent like call them a terrorist it, that's so mind-boggling like to how me. are you like <laughs> How are you even fucking with me on this? That's how I feel. Like, it is... How y'all... Like, this is how I know, like, white people love to argue. Like, you know... <laughs> like, just... Because when Trump... You're not going to tell me he didn't purposely avoid the word radical white man. <laughs> radical crazy man. That's what he the fuck is. Like, honestly, when I see a fucking white person twitching this shit, I get nervous. Exactly, exactly. So I'm like, what you finna do? Way more nervous than I do when I see a black man in a hoodie. Like, let me see a white guy with a cap on, uh, walking around looking shifty. Or a black trench coat. Please, please. Twitching this shit. Get me out of here. Like, I'm not dealing... No, I don't got time for Eric, who's upset because his mom and dad divorced. Like, I don't have time. Like, no, move on. Like, get over it. And it's just, you know, they're judged... We're judged so much more harshly for everything that we do. I I mean, obviously, you should be judged for harshly for being a terrorist. Like, I'm going to keep saying that because I don't... When you can compare tragedies, people can't... Get it confused and think that you are on somebody else's side. No, you want the same amount of just judgment yeah. to happen across the board. And also this like this conversation about gun laws, like, are you kidding me? Like I read Nevada's like gun laws a little bit earlier, and they're just ridiculous. You don't have to have a license. Nobody questions you for how many you buy. So that's you can go in there and buy 17 guns and nobody will wonder, I wonder what this fella's doing. You know? And then he rigged that shit for it to be an automatic gun. Like that's the gun that they used in war. Exactly, because how on earth was he able to injure hundreds and kill over, you know, 50 people? Like, you uh, like uh, you have to call for reform. You have to call for these, you know, men- these mental checks, which the Trump administration is trying to get rid of. Like, what is fucking wrong with you? Because guess what? Just like it could be us, a mentally ill person can hurt you and your loved ones too. Exactly, and it's and crazy. It, it, the fact that it happened at a country music festival, I don't mean to generalize, but you know what? In my heart of all hearts, it's going to say that a lot of country music listeners are probably, you know, they like Trump a little bit more than they liked Hillary. You see what I mean? It's even going to, it's going to hurt, it's going to backfire on the people who exactly. even believe in it. And it's, um, oh my gosh, I forgot what I was about to say. I forgot what I was about to say. About the gun laws? Yeah. It'll come to you. Yeah. I, really I hate was, when it happens. I really was about to say something shit. But, like, 
just the idea that you can openly carry a gun. Yeah, oh, that's what I was about to say. The fact that, like, what the fuck do you need a gun for and you stand in line at Target or, like, you go on a Starbucks and stuff, like, why the fuck do you need that gun? See, my dad um, is heavily into guns. Like, Yeah, my dad, too. It's a little bit. My dad is heavily into guns, meaning he has guns everywhere in his house. You open up a cabinet, you're going to see a gun. You sit by the computer desk, it's going to be a gun. There's always a gun within arm's reach of my dad. One time, he was, like, walking, and, like, he bent over, and there was a gun around his ankle. Some one time, he asked me to hold his coat, and I'm like, oh, shit, there's a gun. Like, I've been raised with guns. My dad is a hunter. He's just a gun enthusiast. He reads about him. He's obsessed with him. But even more importantly, he's paranoid. He's uh, He's obsessed with getting them before they get him Mm -hmm. you know and in today's world like I definitely understand that like I you know my dad's idea is the only thing that could have took that man out is a gun but if he didn't have a gun you wouldn't have to defend him from the gun of the guns like you know yeah you know what I mean it's just like a big circle I don't think that people's right to bear arms should be taken away because like you know one day one day as I might relocate and as a single woman I'm gonna get me a piece one day because I don't trust other people but I do think that I don't think that there's any reason why a person should not have registration, should be able to buy as many as they want, and should be able to openly carry. How the fuck can you trust everybody given the history of this country and the world? Yeah. Why would you trust anyone? Yeah. Why do we still trust people in 2017? Like, I'm, I, like, why would you still trust people after Sandy Hook where they can kill babies? That's fucking it, Like, wild. Vegas? It's just like, it's to the point after 9-11, why do you still trust people? Yeah. So, you know, I'm just really, really calling for, like, gun reform. And more importantly, I'm wondering what the fuck is going to have to happen before we finally get it. It's a shame. Before these gun-toting motherfuckers finally stop being so concerned about not having so many. Because I feel like people just don't care. Like, now, I feel like it's not a big deal. Like... And people are getting fueled by other—they're they're becoming copycat killers. They're getting fueled by other people. Right now, there's so many people around the world who are seeing this shooting, and they're like, fuck, that'll be me one day. Like, I'm going to go do that. I'm going to go, and I'm going to kill a bunch of people, and I'm going to be known for it. You know, and I, I'm always thinking about that because you never know. These people can be that quiet guy that's sitting next to you in the cubicle that you just thinks is a nice guy, but actually he's not. Mm-hmm. So it's like we we gotta tighten up with the guns because it's just how many were we gonna take? It could be me, it could be you, or any of our loved ones at any point at the supermarket in the park, anything. So definitely calling on gun reform. So that ends it for today's sunken place. Again, definitely thoughts and prayers for everyone affected by that, or even if it's just affecting with your mental state and you just are having a hard time coping with it. Mm-hmm. So this week, um, for our common sense segment, we're going to talk about respectability politics mm-hmm. because they are just running rampant. We kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier with our, you know, hey, queen, like little <laughs> rat, because yeah. like there's just an idea that like women in particular – we're talking about respectability politics as it relates to women. We have to do certain things. Like, we have to hold certain standards. So, the first topic we're going to discuss is um, respectability politics as it concerns uh, virginity. 
So a lot of us women, we have been taught that, you know, being a virgin is what defines you. Yeah, because I was watching, again, shout out to ID. <laughs> I was watching, I forgot, I think it was a deadly women. I know woman. what you're talking about. And the girl, it was in Italy. A little Italy. So they moved to New York. And the guy promised that he would marry this girl. Yeah. But he drugged her, and then he took her virginity. Yep. And she killed that ass. Yep. Because he she had was a no wife. good. She was spoiled. Yeah, because he had a wife. He, then he flipped it, because he said he was going to marry her. And then he was like, uh, she was like, why can't you marry me? He was like, because I have a wife and kids. But he said that after he drugged her, after he took her virginity, and pretty much then after you lose your virginity, you spoil goods. Yeah. So she killed him because he, one, he did rape her because he, you know, he drugged her yeah. and made and slept with her. And two, because back then, messing with a girl's purity and messing with her getting into heaven and finding a husband. And she was, was really stressed out about it, stressed up to the point that she killed him. Yeah, because, because she, she didn't she want did, to do it. No, actually, I think she did. They did have consensual sex at first. And then they went out on a date. And that's when he was like, I'm going to marry you, whatever. But she was like drinking. And like, I feel funny. He drugged her. Because okay. she wasn't going to sleep with him again. Oh, okay. And that's when he drugged her and did that. And that because he promised that he would marry her. Mm. And it's just like, it's to the point. I mean, honestly, she should have killed him because yeah. he, um, you know, did that. But it's just like to the point that her parents were like, Saying they were you mad at her. her, yeah, they were mad at her and you saying, spoiled now. yeah, they're saying she was spoiled it. and that she was never no man would want her and stuff like that. My thing is, y'all so far up in people coochies. How y'all going to know? Like, exactly. How like, I was like, I would have just lied and be like, God forgive me, but my my new man wouldn't have known. I please, <laughs> like, how do y'all know? And why do y'all care? Like, honestly, like, I forgot. Like, what I was reading, how in-depth it was, was saying, like, basically how, like, virginity is a myth or something. Mm -hmm. And I forgot what I was reading, but it did, it definitely did make sense. And it's, like, something, like, because the concept of virginity, like, well, obviously not ever having sex. Like, that's, you know, something that's feasible. But it's, like, when you hold it high, like, to, like, such a high standard and you, like, Try to scare people into thinking, like, you know, you're going to be spoiled. That's going to be a problem. Like, yeah, and it's like, especially because men are not held to the same standard. Exactly. Like, because if it were, he wouldn't have felt the need to like drug her. And it's just like, you know, you got to think. And he had a wife. Think about the lessons you were taught about, like, virginity. Like, I know for me, like, I was always told I was a flower. I was always told, like, you got to save it for this special person. Mm -hmm. And special, 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 most important, most important, most important. And, like, you know, without getting too in my business, it was none of that. I decided that I was going to take that moment. I don't like the idea of someone taking my virginity or taking anything from me. I think that's what it is. I'm taking my, my innocence. You're not ever going to take anything from me. If anything, I'll give you something, but you will never take anything from me. And I think that virginity, it, it gives men power automatically yeah. over girls because now he's taking your virginity, and even I, if he's a virgin too. Yeah, and I hate how it's like not seen as something like that's equal, like especially like sex, um, if it's between like, you know, a man and a woman, particularly um, cisgender uh, partners is never seen as equal. Like for instance, if a um if a woman has sex with, you know, uh multiple partners 
And those multiple part the woman is considered a hoe. Right. But the multiple partners aren't. But it's like y'all were there. Like, were yeah. y'all not in the act? Like y'all, like just like that sign that 21 Savage had was holding up at the club walk. <laughs> I'm a hoe too. Like y'all hoes too. Right. Like you was there. Like who who did I do this so-called hoeing with? It was you. You was there. So you're going to take some of this, you know, some of this title. The shame, too. Yeah, you want to take some of the shame. shame. Just like also, I don't know if you remember, I'm like so obsessed with the script for Juno. So like I remember all the dialogue. But when Juno was like all hormonal and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. and she was like getting upset at um, Michael Sarah, um, and she was saying like, you don't have to like carry this around. Like you don't have this in, under your sweater. Right. Like, talking about, like, you know, carrying around the baby, the baby like and I, things like that. <clears throat> like I always say, the only way a man could be in the closet about a pregnancy is if he's in the closet. But women, we have to carry that shit around. We have to carry that yeah. shame. And and you got to even carry the shame even when you're not pregnant. Like Exactly. exactly. I mean, I've never been called a hoe, but, you know. It's still, I'm still young. Yeah, and also you quiet. I'm very quiet. <laughs> yeah, but like another thing is like with marriage, it's just like women are always supposed to want and expect and prepare and groom and race yes, for y'all marriage. Doing, y'all doing that nut ass for the ring challenge? Stop it. Cut oh, it out. Oh my God. Like, Cut it out. So you know how we we did for, uh, for the dick challenge last week. We did that freestyle. Some people are actually doing for the ring challenge. Y'all look like dinguses. Like y'all you really do. out here like, I cook for the ring. Like you cook just to get proposed to? That's weird. The the worst thing to me is oh sorry. What's even worse to me, what's even worse than men setting these standards is women following following them in twenty seventeen. In twenty seventeen. Following them in like even as late as the nineties, I wouldn't have like criticized you for. But like it's nothing wrong with wanting marriage and being submissive and stuff like that, but I cook for the ring. I like why are you so obsessed with someone proposing to you? The whole point is that they're supposed to do it to you when they're ready. Yeah. Like you singing a song about it won't make it happen any quicker. And maybe it won't make it happen at all. And people who are obsessed with rings like that, they will settle. They're always looking for things and like this is how I know that you know, a lot of people who romanticize rings and try to live up to those respectability politics, their their um, values are paper, paper thin because a lot of these girls was like, spend money for that ring. You know, have a have a big rock for that ring. If y'all really cared about marriage the way y'all did really thought, it wouldn't have anything to do with the ring yeah, exactly. or his money or anything else. Like, it's just this idea that you are chasing that's so spoiled and so old, like, Really? In 2017? Nothing wrong with wanting marriage. Like, I might want marriage, but I'm not obsessed with marriage. I'm not here for male consumption. And that's what respectability politics, they all start from the hand of of men. Yeah, the patriarchy. They all start from the hand of men and, like, it's shoved down your throat. Now, if you do something and it just so happens to be a respectability politic, fine. But make sure you—I don't think people— Stop to think, am I doing this because I really want to? Do mm-hmm. I want marriage because I really want to? Do I want to lose my virginity super, super special and super... Do I want to wait because I want to or is this because I've been told? Like, there's mm-hmm. a difference. And I felt so good. Like, recently, like, especially after my, like, you know, my traumatic breakup, 
um, last year, I decided that I was going to stop doing shit for men and stop being like, you know, holding back because I don't want to be called a hoe or I don't want to this and a third. And I feel so much better now. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I'm dating whoever, I'm talking to whoever I want to. I can't make you any promises. Like, you know, (laughs) I'm just like, and I feel so much better that I'm not like, you know, living for men or living for their opinion and their judgment. Right, and it works that way with, like, white people, too, because, like, as black women, we always have this, like, angry black woman, like, you know, title that we got to avoid. Like, oh, you don't want to be considered the angry black woman? Don't complain or feel anything, because the moment you're frustrated, you'll be the angry black girl. But when the sassy white girl in the office do it, you know, she's a a spitfire. You know, she's just, look at her. She's on top of it. She's just a sass magas pants. Like, (laughs) but as soon as we do that shit, we just the angry black bitter bitch. You know, Mm. I mean, white women are called bitch but it's it's different this angry black woman thing like do you realize you okay like sometimes I am going to be angry and I'm also a black woman so no I'm not going to be ashamed of that like I'm not going to try to be a part of this superwoman complex where everything is good all the time Mm. I'm not going to be a freak and try to be happy all the time because I'm worried about people thinking I'm angry, especially white people. I don't give a fuck about what they yeah, think that about reminds me. me too. I'm not going out of my way to do that. That reminds me, um, there was this article that I read years ago, like I think when I was like in co- when I first got in college in like 2010, it was an article this lady wrote, like why my son loves Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that article? Yeah, I remember you telling yeah. me about it. And it she, affects me to this day. Yeah, I always think about it. And she was saying like because she smiles. Um, and it was a bunch of other things that was like very like typical of what people what women what people want women to do, mm-hmm. and it was like basically I think it went into like something about like why women don't get married or something like mm-hmm. was it I think it went into that but I gotta find that article and read it again but yeah it was just like and it was written by a woman yeah. and it was saying like you know what we need to do to be you know better perceived. Like, by men and, you know, present yourself as, like, bubbly and stuff like that. But it's just funny because the more of an asshole a man is, the more likable he is. Exactly. And the thing is, like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm going to—I'm an asshole, too. And I'm going to—I'm going to be that asshole. I'm not fucking smiling. Like, it's weird to me to just, like, smile for no reason. Yeah, and how about this? You can be—you can smile a lot and you can be bubbly and you can be all the things that, you know— People, society wants you to be. You can be super, super modest. Um, everything, regardless of how you actually feel. And I guarantee you, men may like you more. But one, that don't mean that they will treat you right. And two, you won't be happy. Yeah. Why would you do something where you wouldn't be happy just to get married? Just for marriage is supposed to be happy, but it's only going to be that way if you're with someone who accepts the real you. How are you going to love it if you are your you pretending like save, save the acting for the actors. Like <laughs> you don't have to do that. And it's your real life. You acting to get a husband. Just be real. Just literally be real because if you know when you're yourself and you are this angry, you know woman when necessary, and when you are somebody who is sexually liberated and somebody who doesn't care, and you find 
the person, the partner to really, really respect that, then that's so much more worth it than finding somebody who just wants you because you meet their ideas. You're mm-hmm. not created for anybody specifically. You're not a fucking Barbie. You're not made in a factory. Hello. So, you know, you know, you don't have to do all that. <laughs> in the words of Ariana Grande, this is the part where you break free. Okay. Hello. All right. This is the breakdown. This is the bridge. Hello. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So that ends it for this um, week's Common Sense Sis segment. You know, just fuck respectability politics. Everybody, every group has them, whether you're a member of the LGBT, LGBTQA family, whether you're a um, person of color, whether you're a woman, no matter what, like, there are going to be some respectability politics that people are going to need or going to expect you to uphold just for them to feel comfortable. And who, who again, in 2017, why do you care about other people being comfortable? Like, it's just an absolute shit. Shit show. All right, so now it's shout-out time. Woo-hoo. All right, so the first person I wanted to shout-out actually was my cousin, Japera. Um, She is in Japan right now. She serves in the Navy. So she is just, you know, she really felt last week's episode when we talked about the military. And, you know, just shout-out to a black woman holding it down in the military, moving yeah, thank, up the ranks. and Thank just, you, Japera. Yeah, thanks, Japera. And, and I'm I glad you her. weren't offended by the things that I said. Said no. because it's not against you, it's the government. Right. No, she totally but gets you know, it. Boo. But you she, know. you know, she's just working the system. She already serving she and knows. protecting. She got natural hair and her eyebrows <laughs> are arched. So yeah, shout out to my cousin. She's like gorgeous. Okay, and another shout out to Machete, aka Miss Shitty. Um, <laughs> thank you. She sent um, last night. She sent me uh, um, a DM. Was it last night? I'm losing track of time. Maybe a few nights ago. She said <laughs> that you know we're so funny, and she can't wait to hang out when we come back to Philly. Also, support her music. She on Apple Music, all that shit. You know, watch her latest video. Yes, um, yes. It's thank on you. YouTube um, for you. Spin me around as a cover. Um, but yeah, check that shit out. Shout out to her again. Yes, absolutely. Just like, thank you so much. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, Michelle, thank you so much for the tweets, the Twitter, for in- in- interacting with us. And we're laughing because our engineer is asleep. Yeah, he's sleeping. And he's snoring like a baby kitten. Yeah. Like, keep purring. Like, I wish the fuck I could sleep too. Wake your ass up, Eric. Adorable. <laughs> Look at them. Wow. Okay, so that about wraps it up for this week's episode. Make sure you guys rate and review us on Apple Podcasts so other people can find us and discover us. Shout out to all our new followers. By the way, thank you all for listening. And you can feel free to follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch and on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. And through all that, you can find me and Sabria's personal social media. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to add us. Let us know how you feel. We love that. And email us at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com for anything even if you just want to say what's up yep so that is it for this week's episode bye bye peace